0: In this episode of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, COVID-19 is sweeping the globe while I'm at home discussing other important matters like dirt bikes. We get into what KTM means, where KTM tiers come from, the usual suspension and chassis tuning questions. But the show wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Recluse. Recluse is the maker of high-performance auto clutches and a lot more drivetrain components like the radius cx the radius x the core exp the core manual and the torque drive manual clutch all good things for your dirt bike you can find out more and even order direct at www.recluse.com that's r-e-k-l-u-s-e now enjoy the show This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is the show where, what do we talk about, Logan? Their bikes. And?
1: Their bike-related questions. And products. Yeah.
0: Questions about those. Yeah. Perfect. So uh, this is Logan Tyler. He's my co-host. I like Logan because he doesn't say much, but he's getting better. Um, He doesn't really complain when I talk about myself all the time. Uh, and this show, we try to help you solve your motorcycle mysteries, your dirt bike, uh, questions, things like that. Um, my name is Jimmy Lewis. I am a washed up ex motorcycle racer. Uh, used to be the editor of dirt rider magazine back when people read magazines and, um, raced a little bit in my past. So I have a, couple of, um, opinions and I, I, I generally try to break things down into their, uh, most simplest form to try to help you understand what's going wrong with your motorcycles or problems or things like that. Do I do that pretty well, Logan? Yeah. Yep. You know what your other job is, right? Yeah. Yep. What do you, what do you, what was your, what are your what's your rant tonight? What are you going to complain about?
1: I don't really find stuff to complain about.
0: That's good because you're unlike most people. All they do is complain. Uh, a lot of people like to complain about everything. And currently, if you're listening to this in the in the future, uh, or you're an alien that, that's come down to this planet to uh, see the aftermath of whatever virus we're um, going through right now, uh, this we're in the middle of the uh, what's this one called now? The coronavirus, right? Yeah. 19 okay so we're, we're that's what what's going on here so evidently the world is changing we're out of toilet paper um, and although riding seems like the perfect remedy for this situation now they realize that we're having too much fun and they say don't go riding because if you have to go to the hospital you'll you'll plug up the hospital and it's like man I thought we were good clients uh, of, of the hospital but now there's a lot of people in there that have Coughs and sniffles and all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's uh, where we're at. It's kind of strange times here. Uh, but I said I was going to do Tech Talk Taco Tuesday if I had to do it from isolation. But um, Logan joined me. See, we're keeping a safe, we're doing best practices. We're keeping a safe distance here. Um, even though he has all those big hearts on it, I'm not going to hug him. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not even going to fist bump. We're no <laughs> physical contact. We're staying really far apart. Um, We had made some special arrangements for our tacos to make sure that those um, where there was no um, food sharing, all the stuff that um, we really don't care about. We want to know about how to fix your dirt bike uh, and dirt bike related problems. So I'm going to go straight to the questions um, that I pulled off of our YouTube videos um we have uh, old tech talk episodes that are up there. Uh you can watch those. Uh, but you, you know that we got them up on uh on the uh SoundCloud and iTunes and stuff, right Logan? No. You don't subscribe.
1: I didn't know they were up there yet.
0: Oh. Well, they're getting there. There's <laughs> there's like there's like the first like like somewhere between like 1 and 27 or like those ones got up there, but we're actually re-editing them, editing them. And we just started going backwards from 50 and Gabe is working feverishly on getting those up. We got 50 and 49 up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and so those will start coming through. If you subscribe to us on those podcast feeds that way you don't have to, uh, we had a lot of people telling us that it's hard to, they like to listen to this, but it's hard to do it through YouTube. So we're making an effort on that side, but that wouldn't be possible without a few of the people that help us out. Um, so, a couple of the companies are uh, Taco Moto. I, and I, I have a haunting suspicion that, that that's where these t shirts may have come from. Uh, I am not sure. I'm not sure where. I don't even know where to get them. But, you know, um, I don't even know what KTM tiers are. I don't have KTM tiers. So, I don't know how you do you love KTM tiers, Logan?
1: I don't know what they are.
0: You don't know what they are, but you're wearing the shirt. Because uh, I gave it to you.
1: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> they sent them to me. So, um, Taco Moto Co., tacomoto.co on the webs. Uh, taco Mike has been uh, in on the show a couple times. He can help you with some of your KTM tuning needs. Um, he has some pretty good information over there. Uh, pretty straightforward guy. Uh, so,. If you're curious about, you know, tuning, especially your EXC or Husky FE, the emission compliant bikes, um, he has some pretty good information over there. Um, and, uh, another, uh, helper, uh, is DDC. This is Delaney drive components and I'm holding up the nice Swiss cheese, like stainless steel sprocket. Was there, was there a bug inside the, uh. Thing. No, 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 no. We're not. No, 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 no. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we got we to gotta conf- check that one out. Yeah, DDC sprockets, Delaney Drive Components. That's ddcracing.net. If you need a sprocket and you want to have one that will pretty much last longer than anything else that I found, uh, DDC is the way to go. I use them on my bikes, on my rental bikes, and uh, really good sprockets, plus they uh, really support the sport. Um and then, of course, climb uh, helps us out. Uh, they've helped uh, dirt bike test out from the beginning. Climb gear is. Hey, Gabe, that logo popped up on the back. <laughs> That's okay. It's on the slideshow. Yeah, it was on the, yeah, other, was other, on slideshow. the other slideshow. Oh yeah, got it. Um, so, uh, c- climb makes really good gear. Uh, and if you don't wear climb gear, then um. Hmm. You don't have the best stuff, I don't think. I got climbing gear right here. I'm gonna grab this thing. I'm holding up. This is a. It's called a power cross pullover. You can hear it. You can hear it if you're listening to this podcast. But it's it's essentially it's a snow it's a snow piece. Hold that thing up, Logan. Here, don't make me do three things at once because I'm gonna drink tequila right now. Ooh. Uh, that was my Valentine's Day present or something like that. Or whatever. Um, so that is called a Power Cross Pullover. And I'm going to do a dirt bike test uh, product podcast on this piece because um, it would take me too long to write about it. And I got it because I need something that's like kind of – it's almost like you know one of those packable jackets but a little bit more robust. And – this was the answer and it's probably my favorite piece of equipment I've had lately because it's super versatile um, and it's durable, which is kind of strange for a waterproof shell and it has pockets in the right places and it has a hoodie in case it's raining for when you're done riding and you can ride it, use it for more than just riding. So a very good versatile piece of equipment and uh, climb makes lots of that kind of stuff. So check those guys out. If dot uh, climb.com pretty easy um, and, Look at their uh, mid layers and and stuff like that. If you're really trying to stay comfortable when you're riding, uh, I used to be one of those. Logan, do you wear like um, any special like under layers, like other than your outer gear? Do you do you wear like compression compression pants or
1: sometimes just a shirt?
0: Just a shirt, like yeah. a t-shirt. Yeah, cotton. I don't really care. You don't care? No, because you're a kid, and I'm not a kid anymore. Actually, it's kind of funny because I'm always asking these kids, Gabe included, around here. I'm like, "How come you're not wearing a jacket? It's like freezing outside, and or you know, it's or it's hot, and they're wearing a jacket, or it's all wrong." It's like, "Hey, we're gonna go riding, and you know what? Ha- when when do we get back when we go riding, Logan?"
1: Late, sundown.
0: After sundown, usually. Yeah. And what happens when the sun goes down? back okay yeah the internet just broke (laughs) so uh we're working i think the sound is back thanks for uh sticking around this is the second uh segment of this so i forgot where we were at because i had to correct that problem so where are we at what questions did we miss on the last show you were reading them i saw you no, 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 not that show. But like, on the, you know, now oh. now we're on our second one of these.
1: There wasn't that many.
0: There wasn't that many? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to know anything?
1: Well, there was one guy that was said about Chris Real or Yao. Uh-huh, Real. Chris Real, yeah. Okay. About, he talked about how you put the wrong oil in. And then he said, a couple of comments later, Logan's fault.
0: Oh wait, who put the wrong oil on what?
1: Bike. Which bike? I
0: don't know. If it's your fault, you should know. What'd you do? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't. <laughs> what did, do we talk about putting the wrong oil in, in the wrong bike? I can't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So it's gone. It's gone. Oh, he erased the comment. He's chicken. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I not really sure that. Um, uh, Martin wants to know who is my sidekick. Logan, can you introduce yourself?
1: Um I'm Logan Tyler. And what uh, do you ride? Um YZ85 and I ride a YZ85 and a SX 125. And YZ two fifty?
0: Yeah, that's the one I see on most. Or is that your dad's bike?
1: Dad's bike.
0: So we were before the show. We were talking about um, the the YZ250, right? Yeah. And it has it has the awesome Wi-Fi mapping? Yes. And your dad said something pretty interesting.
1: So on his last phone, he put the map in on the 450 that he really liked.
0: Oh, so you have a YZ450 also? Yeah. Yeah. You're a Yamaha guy. Uh, uh, so so it's YZ not FX. Just the YZF. Straight no, YZF. It's okay. Because you, all you do is ride tracks. No, I ride the desert. You, know. you I, just ride the... So why wouldn't you get the FX? I like 19-inch wheels. Okay. <laughs> I like 19-inch wheels. I do. Oh, I, they feel better uh, than 18s, and I don't really get flats. Got it. Wait, wait. I know, oh, I know. Hold on. I know. I know. Yeah, I know It was, it was about, a front flat, It was so. a front flat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, uh, just check. I'm just I'm just asking for my... I don't know I like own... them better, but I do. Okay. Good. Yeah, you're totally allowed to like them better. So, yeah. okay. So why is 450?
1: Yeah. And... He really liked the map that he put into it. And he was like, um, Jimmy, how do you get it out? How do you find that map again?
0: And so and what, what did I say?
1: Hit the reload or...
0: No, I said ask a nine-year-old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so ask somebody who's technically savvy. Yeah, so, so I, I told him to ask you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> and then what what did he say about his his phone?
1: So, he was ready. So there's some like pho- photos of me and my sister and he was my like
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, precious yeah. precious memories precious in the phone. And he,
1: and he wanted that map more than the photos.
0: Yeah. good. <laughs> <That's, laughs> Dad of the year, (laughs) dad of the year. Yeah. He wanted to know how but you know, so if, if this does happen to you, if you, if you lose your phone and you have your favorite Yamaha map in your Yamaha, um, you can, you can with your new phone reconnect to your, your Yamaha and suck that map back out and put it back into your phone. Uh, You know, I, I, I was having the habit, well, mostly because people were asking me about them. I was emailing my maps to myself, you know, through that app. You can, you know, you. I was sharing them. I was texting them to myself, or 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 emailing them to myself, so I could remember, and that helped. Uh, that just helped me keep track of them, so I had them in the second place in case, you know, my uh, phone uh, does something funny. But um, yeah, good uh, good job, and um, nice nice that. Uh, <laughs> nice that your uh, flat tire uh, wasn't too much of an issue. At least it wasn't the back one. Then I'd really get on you because. So I, I it it this is one of this is one of the things that I've always, you know, kind of been perplexed by is like, guys that mostly ride off road buying motocross bikes, and I I just don't I don't get it because for me, the off road bikes really do work, so much better at doing off road things, but. I, I, the one way I can see it is if you don't want, if you're, if you're sitting there looking at all these bikes, you know, you, you go to a Honda dealership or a KTM dealership and you see this wide range Husky, they have, they have a wide range of, of bikes and you're going, which one's for me? And I know people that look and they see an, a headlight and they're like, oh, enduro bike, drill sport bike. Oh, no, that, that's not for me. I mean, like the guys I watch on TV don't have those, you know, they're racing around tracks. So there's a little bit of that. Um, and then, you know, and, and then and then I go trail riding with some of these guys and we'll, you know, get in something tight and technical. And you just watch you know, their, their radios are steaming over and they're frying clutches and they get flat tires and they complain about getting tired all the time and their bikes jarring. And it's like, hey, what do you do to your suspension? I'm like, oh, no, I don't ride that one. I ride the, the one that came with the headlight. And they're like, why? And it's cool, because it was set up for doing what we're doing your first gear is too tall. And if we hop down a road, your fifth or sixth gear, maybe you don't get a sixth gear. Uh, You don't, in a a Yamaha period, you don't get a sixth gear, which Yamaha has a good five speed in their WR and their FX, but you still don't have a sixth gear. And it's funny to, you know, so I'm cruising down the road. I mean, literally cruising down the road at 65 and guy on motocross bike, is just, you know, just going a million. Um, So, I, I've always had my reasons for that and I was just always curious it's like they make a really good bike for that if but if you go to the track I can understand where you're you know compromised I know you guys every once in a while go to the track and yeah. you go to the races at the motocross tracks where the Grand Prix races and and do you get do you get lots of takeoff 19 tires no because yeah. yeah, because yeah. that's the other thing is like motocross yeah. guys take their tires yeah. off really yeah. quick it, it, he does. I yeah. don't. I got, I got a job. I get good time. <laughs> he gets takeoffs. Oh, you cruise around the pits and pick up takeoffs? Yes. yes. Are you 18 or 19? He's 19. 19. 19. Okay. You got to know this stuff. You got you to gotta pick up on this I, stuff.
1: <laughs> I recently got the new bike.
0: The new bike. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So, yeah, because you're 85 with what? What size is 85?
1: 17. Yeah.
0: 17 rear. Yes was in the front, front. right because uh, there's use a big wheel,
1: yes.
0: So, okay. Uh, so Mike Burnett asked, uh, he said, Did you use the JD tuner baseline, uh, tune, or did you come up with settings on your own on the KTM 300, uh, EXC or X, X uh, 300 XCW? Uh, that's the 2020, and if so, could you share those numbers? So, Mike the the tuner that i had was actually a 2019 tuner because i, I was a, it was a it was a, one of the first 2020s that came over and i plugged that thing in and it was really good with their bass tune and this is 19 to 20 it was it was good and then i tuned it and tweaked it a little bit and then um, i gave the bike back they did the, the new update to the ECU and so now there's a couple different maps and every time the KTM changes their map the JD jenner to, JD jetting tuner I would probably fiddle with it a little bit um, so I don't necessarily know my numbers uh, because it it the numbers that I had applied to uh, a map that's no longer uh, current I, and I, I don't know if that in the first tune the KTM had that they changed the tune they just activated um the uh ambient air pressure sensor that sits outside of the <laughs> that sits down by the uh well bottle they made that thing work uh more than just when you start the bike that was the that was the original um, correction they made and then i know now they have a couple different um tunes for the bike they i you know i know on the 19 they have one that was called sporty or something that's what i wrote in king of the motos was a was a a better you know slightly i don't know if it's better actually um it was a, it was the latest upgrade and they put the sporty one in there and and i played with the jd Dedging tuner and changed it a little bit i can tell you what those numbers are for that pipe for that muffler um for the gas i was running <clears throat> but the cool thing about it is it's nice to be able to start with the baseline i know even with like the yamaha tower power tuner everybody's like oh, hey i want to know what this map is and i saw you taking a picture of a map in that magazine. Yes. Yeah. For what was it for? Uh,
1: 2020 YZ450.
0: And you're going to plug it in your dad's bike?
1: No.
0: You're going to plug it in your 250? No. <laughs> 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 Where well, you're going to compare it to your dad's bike and see?
1: No, kind of more learn off of it.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, so that's, and the cool thing about this stuff is so quickly you can you can go and change the settings. You can say, hey, I like this or I don't like this. And I know that there's at Yamaha they have they have they they provide some maps, um, and and then the media always gets access to some maps that their test riders and stuff, their, their development guys develop. Hey, if you want this, try this, or I have this, you know, this map or that map, and and there's certain guys, and you don't even have to tell me which one developed that map. I I mean I know a couple of them, and it's like there's one guy that makes. Maps that work for me, and there's one guy that makes maps that do not work for me, and I know which ones are which just because it, it's a it's a power delivery, it's a character, it's a it doesn't make more power, it just changes, it just shifts stuff around, and one of them is just not how I ride. I don't I don't like I don't like that, but that's what's so cool about it, you can ride two different ones and go, hey, I like this direction, kind of what you what you see. Yeah. Do, do you get to ride the 450? No. You're not big enough. <laughs> so, anyways, but you get to you get to try these different maps, and uh, so even like with the JD tuner, or even with like the stuff that Taco Mike says, sells, the, the Get Ignitions or their Vortex Ignitions, like I've ridden guys' bikes that are they're they're stoked on their bike, they're so happy with it. And I ride it, and I'm like, how do you ride this pile of shit? And I mean, I shouldn't say it like that, but for me, that's that's what it is. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's good for them. They 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 like it. So, uh, tunability, flexibility. So, I don't know the exact numbers. Maybe on some of the videos I talked about, sometimes on the videos I'll talk about what I, I did, maybe add fuel here or take away fuel here. But it's more of a guideline to give you an idea of where to go because if I were to also, which was popular on that bike, to change the power valve setting. KTM doesn't recommend it, but evidently I do. I would change the power valve setting a little bit. And every time I changed the power valve, I would go back in and change a little bit uh, setting on the tuner. Uh, Just like you, when you'd switch pipes, you used to have to change jetting. It's very, very similar. So, um, Gabe, you should make a note about that. I talked extensively about tuning things and good and bad, because I won't remember that. You going to remember that, Logan? I don't
1: know.
0: What did you learn from what I just said?
1: When you change a pipe, you most likely have to change your thing, your
0: jetty. Okay, and what about the tuners? One map fits all, right? No. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. Play with them. That's why they give them to you. Like, man, it's such a, it's such an awesome tuning tool. Uh, that that's in if frankly, the the one thing that has really elevated my love for yamahas has been that tuning app and and then when i can plug similar kind of things onto other bikes then i like them to the same level when i'm restricted from being able to do that stuff and uh yeah i I, you know that's i spent a lot of time on the computer tuning my hooseberg 570 um which like most time you're just tuning you don't get more power but in this thing like i gave it like i mean a lot of you know how much power that thing has logan no. I heard you wrote it. Uh, it
1: was during the circle drill. The turning drill.
0: Right, but it was like constantly trying to jump out of the circle, right? Like doing wheelies and <laughs> stuff. Like, uh, like you turn the throttle, all it wants to do is just do a wheelie. Just like rip the tire off the thing. You're laughing because you know it's true. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time tuning that Hoosaberg. <laughs> Actually... There was key and software that you could plug in. I have a, I have a plug-in thing that can go in there and talk to that ECU. That was before there was all these regulations and stuff. Um, okay. Thank God we still have sound. Jimmy, why don't you shut up? No, that's not really a comment. <laughs> uh, somebody says, Jim Bagley, that was a really useful review. Solid on Formation on the different components. I appreciate the content from your testing and knowledge comparing to the endless video footage. Well done. And Jim is talking about, I believe, our Husky 510, 500. Husky 501, FE 501 uh, video. Full test on the uh, YouTubes. So, um, go there. And then... He says I would like to hear Jail's thoughts on a comparison of the Honda 450L and this new, these new these this new 500s. Maybe a this or that write up on DP DVT great video with great info. Uh, compared to a Honda 450L. You'd like to hear my thoughts. I'm like you this. Can you hear the can you hear my brain grinding?
1: Yes.
0: Yes, you can hear it. They yeah. can. Yeah, it's what was that? Crickets. It's crickets. When like, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me add let me add some fuel to my brain real quick here. Um, Logan, what do you did you ride the uh, the you rode the Honda four hundred and fifty L? We had it here, right?
1: No.
0: You didn't ride that one.
1: No.
0: You got to grow a little bit, and then you get to ride all these bikes. You I've know?
1: only ridden the five hundred one and the two hundred and fifty L or rally.
0: Okay. So we shouldn't compare those two. I
1: don't
0: know. Yeah. So. The Honda 450, man, they're uh they're both good bikes. They're just different. I mean it's like yeah, yeah. I get I get kind of trying to figure out how to how to tell some it's like it's like do I have a favorite? Yes, I would pick the KTM or the Husky every day for me personally. Just that's it. But there's certain aspects of the Honda that fit a certain kind of kind of rider. I think the Honda it it, it feels like it's built it's built and I, I'm not saying heavier in a, you know, in a bad way, it's built more durable and more just the whole package just feels a little bit kind of, you know, tighter, although it's not a big, it's not a big difference. I mean, I, I, I would take either of those bikes and ride them pretty much forever um, without worrying about, you know, you don't have to change the oil every three hours and top end every 12 hours like the the manual says, but um I think they can both be made in awesome bikes and it's just sort of what you're uh, wanting to do. If I was going to do really long distances with luggage and stuff, then the Honda really starts kind of coming into, kind of coming into play because it just, the subframe is a little bit more robust and some of the stuff that, um, that, you know, is kind of flimsy on the KTM is a little bit, a little bit better built on the, Honda license plate brackets, lights, uh, things like that. So lots of, uh, I dunno, I gotta do, it. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to do it. You want to shootout? <laughs> watch all those other long winded videos with lots of riding stuff and you know, where the bikes go back and forth and back and forth. The ones that was shot in like 20 minutes. And then they tell you they did a full test. Watch those on the internet fire in the hole says, um, great video. How much does the big guy weigh? talking about Scott trying to get an idea how my weight 225 will relate to what he is saying about the suspension the big guy I believe is punching in at at least 230 I'm guessing there but I'm just saying probably he's, he's always been a big guy and so I would say it'd be pretty similar um to what you're what he's saying to what you are saying so uh hopefully uh, fire in the hole that helps that helps that out and then one last question on this one Rajakin nada not, not a nada not our not nada nada Raj John mm-hmm. I got it right says Tpi haters give KTM some time to re- refine it and make it perfect before criticizing them. <laughs> uh no they actually if if it's not perfect you know or pretty close to it you can you can hate on them I mean that's the that's the challenge of bringing stuff to the market if you're gonna you know if in in it's good that people kind of criticize these companies if they don't bring something that's ready but I think the first TPI bike was pretty darn spot on um I don't know what people are criticizing them I mean, it's generally a guy who has a carburetor, and he's feeling inferior, and he likes getting gas on his fingers. Uh, so we're going to go to the Facebook questions now that we're back here.
1: So Rodney Johnson asks... Yep. Uh, A.K.A. VidMoto here.
0: Right. He's been commenting on some of our stuff.
1: Uh, Midwest guys, but we love to ride Utah and Cal- Colorado. Want to start... Paying more attention to suspension, currently we ha- just ride, have fun and ride, but listening to you and others has me wanting to start to understand the suspension, what should I first start trying to understand? 54 years, 200 pounds, a 1090R, Beta 500, Beta cross-country trainer.
0: So he has, so Rodney, um, by the way, Rodney, thanks for coming on the videos. I, I do recognize the, the name. Um, so you have a wide variety of bikes that do a lot of different things. Um, and so that's awesome because now you can feel how, if you ride them stock, you can feel how different those bikes work. And, you know, between the, you know, the beta 500 would probably be the most performance oriented bike that you have there um 1090r is a is a is a great adventure touring bike you know I, I used to say that was on the more aggressive side but now on the ktm 790 is way more aggressive than even the 1090 but the 1090 represents what i feel is a pretty pretty close to perfect adventure bike setup in suspension um, and then and then the cross trainer is a little you know softer cushier mushier uh, we'll, we'll kind of go say that's a little bit closer down to play bike you know more like play bike it's not competition oriented yeah and and when you're trying to you know figure out like you just got to ask yourself like which which one of these characters do i like and if you were um you know like uh not not this jimmy but that jimmy and you you had a motocross bike that you're riding around the desert and you know getting yourself beat up no right it doesn't beat you up at all does it Good you suspension. don't know? <laughs> yeah, not if you have good suspension? Yeah. What, yours is yours modified? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I valve it okay, it. okay, so he's got his, okay, that's a good step. Yeah, he modified the motocross spin. But anyways, so you have a, you, you at least have a feel for some different, quote, characters. And then you have to decide, what what do I like? What am I really trying to do with this? And you're just out, you know, you kind of say you're out just trail riding and, and just out kind of having fun and riding. I think all those bikes will accomplish that task. It's it's funny because when you start going into like, you know, a little bit more competitive stuff racing, then you know, then you're a little more worried about like, you know, kind of you, you you're you're gonna give up some bump compliance and some comfort for what we call safety or you know, bottoming resistance. And that's uh that's it's a it's a that's a tricky game and there's all kinds of suspension tuners that can help give you that kind of setting. But Play around with the clickers. Um, when you find when you find a bike you think it's good, go. I wonder what it's like if I made it, you know, five, seven, ten clicks stiffer on the compression, and you know, just do one thing at a time. Just do the shock, and then oh, you know, hey, I, I kind of like that. Maybe, and then maybe you know, match it with a compression on the forks. You know, play play with the settings to see if something works. Uh, you know, character. You know, you all of a sudden you're changing the character of the bike, and and it'll give you a direction. Uh, but always make sure before you do that, that your, your ride height, you know, your sag is set properly. Um, make sure that you're running proper tire pressure, you know, little things that'll, that can kind of throw that stuff off that can do it, but just basically read your owner's manual and set, set the stuff the way it's supposed to be, make sure everything's there and then, and then start playing with it and see if you get an idea, but there's not a, just like we were talking about the fuel tuning, there's not a magic one size fits all. You know, you can buy this, you know, this doohickey that you can put in a fork and it makes it automatically better. You kind of have to know where you're, what you're trying to do and, and, you know, definitely, you know, make sure you're riding on the right springs, right spring rates. Right, Logan? Yes. Yeah. You have to get small springs?
1: Uh, most of the
0: time. Most of the time. How's that KTM 125 treating you? Good. You got small springs yet? Yes. Is it way better? Yes. How come you didn't go ride with me on Saturday?
1: we were working
0: on bikes. It was perfect. It was so, so perfect. Like the sand hill track, we rode it. We rode it backwards. I I did. I've done it before, but like it was like being on a roller coaster. It was just oh. like you know when you. you you know, a roller coaster, you're kind of hooked in the tracks and stuff. That's why those ruts were going over those hills, the berms in the sand, and it was like it was like being on the moon, like strange sensations of gravity. Um, uh, George is going to help uh, Rodney out. It says sounds like sounds just like my experience. Started to pay attention to suspension after hanging out with Jimmy. I'm heavier and went up on the springs and fooled the clickers, and it made a world difference. I bet you Jimmy tells you to first set the sag for the manual. I think i did that didn't i no i did i, I said sag in there at that thing I, I told them to play with the clickers first but i right. said you know make sure ride height i said check the ride height sag yeah thanks george yeah helping us out uh copy that we plan on the school yes um uh, this podcast is brought to you by jimmy lewis off-road training because it allows me to um uh have this job where i can take uh, an hour out of my, uh, I put po- pointed on the wrong side. Yeah, I pointed at the empty side of my brain. Yeah. It, that's, oh, well, the empty <laughs>
1: side
0: of your hat. No, uh, the empty side of well, the, this it doesn't yeah. matter. It's just like it's two brain cells and they float around inside there. And every once in a while they make contact, but that riding school um, allows me to uh, be able to do this. So um, actually, I don't. I we heard that we don't have to work for the next thirty days, right? Can't work. So does that mean I have to shut my school down? I wouldn't. Who knows, right? I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and San Felipe Bob says send it to ESP. <laughs> Actually, I just got about seven sets of suspension back from ESP yeah. that I uh, took down there, mostly okay. to just get serviced because uh, they need it. But oh, you know what I did have put in I in into one of the KTM um, forks. Race Tech makes a an adjustable uh, base valve, so I can adjust the compression because it, uh, it it puts an adjuster inside of that compression stack so basically all I can do is make it softer than what it is but we added some oil and, and we're gonna play around with that and because um, I always feel that on KTMs you can when you make an adjustment with with the WP clickers you're adjusting more of the mid speed than you are the low speed like on a Yamaha or a Honda when you make a clicker adjustment it's definitely low speed it's not I mean they all blend into like mid speed and things like that. But you getting all this, Logan? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. So mid speed is, uh, it's not what you feel like right away when the forks start moving, like the, the, you know, when you're hitting the bumps and stuff like that. It's more how the fork moves, you know, like, yeah. it, and then like yeah. high speed. Everybody thinks high speed. Well, some people so wrongly think high speed is like, I was going fast and I got high speed. High speed, it refers to um, shock, you know, or, or suspension stroke travel. And it's when it hits something and it makes it move really fast, very quickly. So it's a big load on the, basically on the, 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 the oil trying to pass through the valves. All of a sudden there's a, there's a lot of oil trying to pass through the valves and then it, and then that activates the quote high speed. And there's an adjustment for that on, on and when that works and for me high speed affects more the ride height of the bike because i don't actually i mean you can turn it so far that you feel it because the suspension just goes to crap or you can loosen it up so much it feels it but it seems like it it because it i think when you you know when you stiffen it up it holds it longer so it actually holds the bike up higher in the stroke it keeps the bike effectively up higher in the stroke so it's like adjusting, like we talk about ride height, it's like adjusting your moving ride height. You know, you say, hey, I like where it's at, but I want it to be a little bit higher, you know, in the rear or lower in the rear. That's a high-speed adjustment. So hopefully, Ronnie, that answers your question, and I think that even kind of rolls back to the other question that we asked, uh, asked earlier. So uh, Bob's upping his front spring rate, you know, Bob, your bike is so old that it's sacked out a spring rate right? since you since you've had it. So, uh, um, yeah, you, you expect to be up on the bars and loosening your grip on the bars. Your bike's gonna work way better with a new set of springs in it because springs are wear items. They do they do wear over time, and when you're riding, I don't know how old is that Yamaha he's riding. It's like older than yeah, probably as old as <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Could, it could be that old, so uh, I'm sure uh, that'll help. But anyways, uh you have anything else, Logan? No,
1: I'm good. You're good? Yeah.
0: You don't have any other questions for me? Where, so so now your your bike isn't like prepped and sitting waiting for a race. It was prepped and used, and now it's waiting for me to call you so we can go down to the sand track and spend some laps? Yes. Yes. And you know the other thing that we did today? Now, do the other thing, the super top secret thing we did today? You're not making a noise, so that means no? No. Okay, what did we do today? Trench for a water line. Trench for a water line to the center of the flat track. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's inch, what that was. inch and a half out there with four spigots coming out each side. Lucky I got to Home Depot before they're not oh, allowed to be God. open anymore to get all the parts, and hopefully I don't need anything to, to finish that job. But, I mean, in flat track we usually don't get within like six feet of each other do we (laughs) (laughs) so
1: yeah
0: Hmm. yeah who knows (laughs) anyways my computer just died that's awesome so (laughs) i think that's a sign (laughs) that the other none of the computers (laughs) behind me died what's that it tells me my printer's ready to it tells me my printer's (laughs) having troubleshooting issues wow hey 31 people good um it's, it's 10 more than we would get if George was in here, Logan. You're doing pretty good. Uh, did you tweet it out today? Did you, did you put it on the Instagrams? No. Okay. You don't have school, though, right? No. So you should be promoting this show and working on a couple more. We You should do a test on your, your sister's bike, the CRF125F. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'll get you some new handlebars if you do that. I
1: already did
0: that. Oh, you already did? Good ones? Yeah. Uh, pro Taper. Pro Taper? I was going to suggest some Flex Bars.
1: Oh, yeah, it needs those.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they don't bend. Not like, not like those ones that were on it. Were they steel? They were steel handlebars, right? Yeah. They're Yeah. They still put steel on their steel bars on their 150 yards. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I It's kind of funny because I haven't seen a steel handlebar bike for like a long time. It just, it's just kind of strange and, They'll put them on their, their race bike, the one hundred and fifty R. Yeah, saw <laughs> saw that. Mm-hmm. They, do, they they still sell that one.
1: Yeah, they the one hundred
0: and fifty R. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's see. Computers back up. Um, trying to think if there's any uh, uh hardware stores will be open. Oh, Scott, thanks for letting me know that because I'm. Because since I can't go snowboarding and skiing, and that's why I was really not gonna do these tech talks. Because I was gonna take off for a couple weeks and go to the mountains and forget about motorcycles and think about my skis and stuff. But uh, yeah, Home Depot is open. I'm in business. I can keep fixing uh, the. I can keep fixing the world around me. That's <laughs> we like to say. Uh, so hey, if you like this, um, share, tell a friend. Thanks to Climb. Thanks to DDC. Uh, big thanks to Takomoto.co Co um, and uh, Jimmy Lewis Offroad Training. If you come to my class, I can give you a uh, a uh, lipstick, or it's actually sunscreen for your lips, or lip balm, or whatever it's called. Premium you know? lip balm. Premium lip moisturizer. Yes. Uh, used by none other than Ricky Brabeck. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll yep. have you know. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Who won? Who won that race called the Dakar Rally? You ever heard of it? Yeah. So awesome, guys. Uh, Thanks for joining us, and we will see you out on the trail. Cheers. Hey, Logan, that was a pretty good show, huh? Yeah, it was. Did you learn anything? Yeah. What was that?
1: I need to get a recluse on all my bikes.
0: All your bikes? Yeah. Which one first?
1: Uh, Probably the YZ250F. Why is that? So I worry less about my clutch and worry more about my riding.
0: So we're going to see in the expert class pretty soon, yeah? Hopefully. Right on. So if you need more information about recluse clutches, where do you go, Logan?
1: Go to www.recluse.com. That is recluse spelled R-E-K-L-U-S-E. So for Jimmy Lewis, this is Logan Tyler, and we'll see you on the next show.